Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Standing by to take your calls, your questions about your home improvement project. So help yourself first. Pick up the phone and give us a call at one 888 Money Pit. And hey, today is a very special show for you DIYers. If you love to pick up the tools and get to work on your very own home improvement projects, well, today's show is really all about you because it's National DIY Day. It's true. We did not just make that up, right, Leslie? (laughs) It actually is a real thing. And we're going to highlight some favorite DIY projects perfect for this time of year. And since it's spring, we've got a project that can help make sure your yard gets watered without ever turning on the hose. We're going to have the step-by-step on building a rainwater collection system. And if building a patio is on your to-do list for spring, we'll have some DIY tricks of the trade for that project presented by Greenworks Tools. And if you give us a call with your home improvement question at 888 Money Pit, we're going to help you breathe easier in your home because we're giving away a one-year subscription to FilterEasy.com, going out to one lucky caller drawn at random. And now's a great time to think about changing filters because guess what? Allergy season is just ahead. The number is one 888 Money Pit 888-666-3 nine seven four DIYers we want to hear from you give us a call right now Sandra you've got the money pit how can we help you today oh hello my question concerns would you recommend a radon test for a house our home is a two-story house on a hill and the lower level which is completely finished is two sides underground and it has two sides ground level And if we have a radon problem, can something be done to um, correct that? We're in the Pacific Northwest, um, about 60 miles south of Seattle. And do you hear about high radon levels in that area coming up occasionally? I don't, but I've never talked about it with anybody. So, And I saw something in the paper recently that suggested people have this test. Well, it's certainly a good idea. So order a radon test kit. You can probably find one online. The type you want is called charcoal adsorption, A-D, S-O-R-B, ad, not ab, adsorption. And it's a type of test that you'll put in the home for anywhere from about three to seven days. You open up this charcoal canister or this charcoal packet, depending on the type of test. You leave it on the lowest living space. So whatever the lowest area finished living space is, you leave it there for that period of time. You seal it back up. You send it off to a lab. They're going to give you a result. If it comes in at four picocuries per liter of air or higher, then that's the action guideline, um, after which point you would want to consider some sort of remediation. Now, you ask the question, well, how do I do that exactly? And the answer is it's harder when the whole space is finished, but it's not impossible. Generally, the way radon is mitigated is by a, a system called a subslab ventilation system, where they basically run pipes below the surface of the lowest slab and pull the gas out of the soil and then discharge it outside. So it's a matter of figuring out where to get that pipe into the slab and uh, where to discharge it out, you know, with the least amount of disturbance. But a good radon mitigator can do this even in a finished house. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It sounds quite complex. Well, it's pretty straightforward, but you got to start with the test. So I would do that first. And and that's only if they find something. Yeah, exactly. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Are there areas in the country where you're more likely to have radon? Yep. There's a, if you go to the EPA website, epa.gov slash radon, uh, there's uh-huh. information about radon zones across the entire country, including uh, contact information for uh, your local state area. Oh, all 
right. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Mike in South Dakota needs some help searching for a tankless water heater. What can we do for you? Love your show. Thanks. Was uh, just thinking about uh, tankless water heaters as an option for our home. Uh, we've got a small utility room, and one it might offer a bit more storage space in the utility room. But you know, family of five, uh, all electric house, um, a lot of water usage. You can imagine with eighth grader, third grader, and a college student that comes home from time to time. And uh, was just curious your thoughts on. Uh, if they're a good product to really take a look at and uh, with uh, you know, return on investment, things like that. So do you have any uh, gas power whatsoever? Do you have a gas grill or propane uh, supply for heating? We sure do. I do have a, a propane tank out back about 250 gallons. I do use it primarily for gas grilling. Okay, perfect. What I would recommend is that you look at a tankless water heater. Tankless water heaters are awesome right now because they save you a lot of energy and they literally never ever run out of hot water and with those kids you're going to need an endless supply of hot water trust me as a father of three they <laughs> they use a lot of hot water now one of the complaints typically about water heaters is that it takes a long time for the water to get to the faucet especially first thing in the morning Renai, though, is now out with a new technology that incorporates a thermal bypass technology, which uh, enables you to have relatively instant hot water, regardless of how far that fixture is from the house. So I would take a look at the tankless water heaters made by Renai, and I would look especially at the models that feature thermal bypass technology, because that's really state-of-the-art. Excellent. I will do that. I live in an area where there are quite a few uh, plumbers, so we'll see what options are out here. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Awesome. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Hey, you guys, we are officially into spring. You've got a whole week of spring behind you. What have you been working on? Are you finding that your house is falling apart or are you finding that you're looking for projects? Well, whatever it is that's going on at your Money Pit this spring season, we are here to help you get ready so you can really enjoy those outdoor spaces and those indoor spaces too. Give us a call, 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. Hey, it's National DIY Day. Really, I promise, we did not just make that up. Where's my card, Tom? I don't know that it's a Hallmark holiday, but it really is a national holiday. And so if you need help getting a project started or you're stuck in the middle, we're going to tell you about a brand new service that will set you up one-on-one with a pro advisor to help walk you through, get you the answers you need. And the best part, it is free right now for a limited time. We'll have that and more after this. You live in a body pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get socked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. 
Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. save water this summer? Just ahead, Roger Cook from This Old House joins Tom and Leslie with tips on how to build a rainwater collection system to keep your garden green. Presented by Tando Building Products. Plus, next week, catch the Money Pit special broadcast from the Tando booth at JLC Live New England. Featuring tips, expert advice, and the best new products to improve your home. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call with your how-to question on National DIY Day. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. We'll set you up with your next DIY project. It could be to change out the filters in your home because we're giving away a one-year subscription to Filter Easy. It's a great service. Basically, you sign up. They send you filters when it's time to change them. You just pop the old one out, pop the new one in, uh, and you are good to go. It's going to improve the indoor air quality in your house and extend the life of your heating and cooling system. That subscription is worth 240 bucks. So give us a call right now because it could be you that gets to win that 888 Money Pit. Joyce in Massachusetts, you've got the Money Pit. What can we do for you today? Uh, I have nine windows, and we had someone caulk the windows where the window sills because we live in Boston, and the and the cold air has been blowing in. I want to know how I can seal them up because it didn't do one iota thing for the gentleman caulking uh, the nine windows. Didn't do any good, huh? And he caulked them from the outside or from the inside? From the inside, because this is an apartment building. Um, we're on the seventh floor, and we have windows going on different a- angles. And so I, I'm trying to find out what, what is the easiest way to prevent the cold from blowing in because it's unbearable. Okay, since you're on the seventh floor, I presume that you don't use your windows. You would never use your windows for emergency egress. Do any of them go to a fire escape or anything like that? No, no. Okay, so there's two things that you can do here. Um, one of which is you can use a shrink film. It's a clear plastic wrap that you cut to fit the size of the window. You attach it with a double face, clear double face tape that comes with it. And then you use your hair dryer to heat it and it becomes very taut and clear so it doesn't obstruct the view. What about weather stripping like weather felt? Well, that's all possible, but there's another option. And the reason I asked you if you needed to use your windows for egress is because I was going to recommend temporary weather stripping. Now, there's a caulk that's like a weather stripping sealant, but it's a temporary sealant. Okay, so the way this works is you essentially caulk your windows shut. You caulk all the the seams in the window where they slide up and down with this clear temporary caulk. And then what happens is in the spring, you can actually grab the edge of this caulk and peel it right off. It comes off like a clear rubbery strip. It enables you to essentially seal your windows shut uh, in the winter and then restore them in the spring. Thank you very much, and I enjoy your program uh, immensely. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, if you're a DIYer, happy DIY day. Yep, today is your day. And to help celebrate, we've teamed up with the folks at the DIYs mobile app who are all about getting you the help you need for all your DIY projects. 
Yep, DIYs is a very handy app. It actually lets you video chat with a professional advisor that has years of experience in their field. So just imagine that. Where can you get that kind of information? You're going to talk to a pro that is in the know and can answer questions about home repairs, remodeling projects, craft projects, or even offer tips to help you plan your next big improvement. And the best part is that the service is totally free for a limited time. You've got to check these guys out. They really know what they're doing, and it's super easy. Plus, this weekend only, Tom and I are taking a shift as the pro advisors for DIYs. This Sunday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you're going to be able to connect with us personally. That's right, one-on-one for answers to all your home improvement decor, your remodeling questions, whatever it is, we're going to be able to look at you and you're going to be able to look at us. So that means no jammies, Tom, no jammies <laughs> for DIYs day. You know, it really is a super special opportunity for our Money Pit listeners. And we really hope that you're going to join us. All you need to do is download the free DIYs app. That's DIYZ. You'll find it in the Apple App Store for iPhone and on Google Play for Android. And get your project questions ready and then connect with us on the app. Remember, that's Sunday, this Sunday, between 1 and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. When you dial up DIYs for a video chat, you might just be staring at Leslie or me. And we're going to talk you through that question. We'll take a look at some pictures if you want to share them with us. You can show us around the house on your phone. We'll look at it. We'll give you some advice and get you going. It's going to be a lot of fun because we don't usually get to see your house. We kind of figured out over the phone, right? But now we're going to be able to see you and your house and your project. And we'll give you the advice you need to get it done Sunday from 1 to 5 on the DIYs app. Download it now. Barry in Tennessee needs some help with his jacuzzi. What can we do for you? Well, what happened was um, the drain got stopped up. So I took some crystal Drano and poured it, and it got on the tub itself. And it burnt all the way around the drain. I mean, it's it's burnt plastic. So I was wondering, is there a way to get that back to looking new, or do I just have to replace the whole tub? Well, unfortunately, you've chemically damaged the tub by using uh, caustic drain cleaners. We really don't like caustic drain cleaners for reasons just like this. They don't really work very well to begin with, and what happens is you end up overusing them or spilling them, and they I've seen them melt tubs and melt plastic before. You know, there's a new drain cleaning product on the market right now that I've just come across, and it's fantastic. It's called Drain FX. The website is Drain drainfx.com. And essentially what this is, is for under $20, you're purchasing what's what's in essence a pressure washer for your clogged drain lines. You hook this up to the sink faucet. It has a long tube that you can run hot water down. You drop this into the trap and then you turn the water on and it blasts the clogs away. It's under 20 bucks. Check it out at drainfx.com. You should have one in your toolbox because you never know when this is going to happen. And look, you could save yourself not only the hassle of a clogged pipe, but in your case, the hassle of potentially replacing a tub or learning to live uh, with the ugly stains that have resulted. Do not use caustic drain cleaners on these surfaces. Take a look at Drain FX. It's a much better option. Barry, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Thanks. Sherry in Iowa, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? been living in my house for like 20 years and the house is probably 50 years old. Is it worthwhile to have the air ducts 
or the furthest duck cleaned. Unless you're having a problem. I mean, what most people drop the ball is that they don't replace their filters soon enough. And so if you've not done that, if you've not replaced your filter recently, then that would be the first step. But I don't think you necessarily have to get your ducks clean. There's so such a wide variety of quality when it comes to air filters for heating and cooling systems. And I would just tell you to, to invest in a very good quality filter and make sure you change that on a regular basis. The furnace guy comes uh, in the spring and the fall, and he, he changes it then. Yeah, but that's not enough. Depending on the type of filter you have, I mean, you probably are going to be changing that filter at least every couple couple of months. So probably at least the minimum four times a year and, and probably maybe even more frequently than that. And the other part of this is to make sure you use the exact right size filter and that it's uh, situated properly in the ducts because if not, air and dust is going to go around it. But if you put the right kind of filter in your system, the air is going to be cleaner as a result. Okay, thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Cody in Texas is on the line with a garage door question. How can we help you today? Uh, interested in uh, insulating the garage door. The, the garage is insulated, uh, ceiling, the walls, everything, except for the door. You know, it's just that thin metal panels. And, and I wasn't sure if it's worth my money to... Uh, go ahead and buy a door that's insulated, like from an overhead door company, or if it would be just as good to buy the foam panel from Lowe's or Home Depot and cut them out and try to fit them into each panel themselves. Well, you got nothing to lose by taking the inexpensive route first because those foam panels are pretty cheap. And yes, if you can fit them securely inside those garage, those existing metal garage door panels, you're probably going to pick up as much insulation as you would if you replaced the whole thing. You know, an insulated garage door doesn't, in and of itself, even if it's brand new, is not going to add that much insulation value to it. So really, all you have is as much foam as you can squeeze in there. But remember, just as important uh, as the insulating the door panels is to make sure that you have weather stripping along the edge of the door that's adjusted so that it sits well against the concrete floor, it sits well against the jams, both the side jam and the overhead jam, because you know, I would think that wind is probably your biggest enemy in trying to keep that garage warm. And it's good that you've got the rest of it insulated, and certainly insulating the panels will help. Uh, but garage doors aren't really known for their comfort, so whatever you do is going to have a limited effect. Okay, okay, good deal. So uh, the the bid I got was $880. I, I think I will go with the foam sheets first because I'll probably have $80 total. In that. Yeah, exactly. See how that goes. Okay, fantastic. Well, I do appreciate it. I always uh, listen to the show and appreciate the advice. Well, thank you so much. Good luck with that project. Let us know how you make out. Thank you very much. Just ahead, Roger Cook is joining us with tips on a fun DIY project, building a DIY rainwater collection system for your garden. It's going to keep it green and lush through even the driest days of summer. And today's This Old House tip on the Money Pit is brought to you by Proudly Propane Clean American Energy. That plus more of your calls to one eight 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 Money Pit next. This is Richard Trithui from This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS and from the longest-running home improvement show on TV. We want to send a big congrats to Tom and Leslie from The Money Pit for being the most downloaded home improvement podcast on iTunes. On The Money Pit Radio Show Pick up the telephone Fix up your home sweet home By calling 888-MONEY-PIT Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. 
Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, have you ever seen your lawn turn brown and your garden just wilt in the hottest days of summer? Well, if you have, you're going to appreciate this project. That's right. Roger Cook will be stopping by shortly from this old house with tips on a fun project. It's building a rainwater collection system, and it's presented by Lumber Liquidators, where you'll find bamboo, laminate, woodlook tile, vinyl plank, and hardwood floors for less. But first, let's get back to your calls at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Hi, Roger from Pennsylvania. You've got Tom and Leslie from the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I was wondering, I live in a house that was built in... uh... 1958, it was a model home. Um, I have a crack in the ceiling, and it's hard plaster. I was wondering if there's an epoxy or something I could shoot up in under that and push it up in before it falls down. So is the plaster separating from the plaster laugh, which is uh, between that and the framing? Yeah, just a little bit. You can see the crack, and you can see where it's coming down just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because typically, Roger, what I would tell you to do in a situation like that is to not re-glue the plaster, but simply pull it down all the way and then re-plaster it, then prime it and paint it. You know, you could possibly squeeze something like liquid nails in there, but then you'd have to support it while it was drying. But then it's just going to break somewhere else. So if you've got an area of loose plaster like that, I would just tell you to just gently break it out of there 
and then simply respackle that, sand it nicely, then prime it and paint the whole surface. I think it's a much more permanent and cleaner repair in the long run. That's what I was wondering. I can do drywall, but I never did a hard plaster. Yeah, it's not that hard to do. If you can handle spackle, you can handle plaster. You know, remember, a little bit goes a long way. You're better off putting it on in thin coats than putting successive coats on, on top of that. And by the way, a house built in 1958, that was a very good year for home construction. You've probably got excellent Douglas Pine uh, framing in that home. You probably have hardwood floors, copper pipes. That was a great year for construction. And if you've got plaster lath, walls, and ceilings, you know already know they're very hard and very durable. Yeah, they crack once in a while, but uh, you can feel good about the structure of that home. Okay. Yeah, we do have hardwood floors. We're actually uh, redoing them a little bit at a time. And uh, it is all copper. Yeah, the nice thing about those uh, those houses that were built in the in the late fifties and early sixties, that people put in these beautiful hardwood floors and they promptly covered them with wall to wall carpet. So for like the next twenty or thirty years, they were protected from any wear and tear. Yeah, that's what happened in here. We're we're tearing it up room by room. All right, Roger. Good luck with that project. It sounds like a great house. Thank you very much for your help. Well, when it rains, it pours, and if you have a rainwater collection system at your house, you can actually use those downpours to help hydrate your yard during future dry spells. Here to tell us how they work and how to find the best one for your yard is Roger Cook, the landscaping expert for TV's This Old House. Welcome, Roger. Good to be here. And Sometimes this is the only water your garden is going to see. And that's a great point, and it really is the utmost in recycling to collect the rainwater and reuse it when you need it. So how exactly do you install a rain barrel? Well, the first thing you got to do is find a downspout. Get a barrel. No, get the downspout first <laughs> okay. because that's going to fill your barrel. What we do is we locate a barrel right next to a downspout, cut it into the barrel so that when it rains, it comes down into the gutter, down the downspout, and fills your barrel. So we drop the entire downspout right into the barrel. That's right. All right. Now, what happens when the barrel fills up? It has an overflow on it. Okay. So you can either do two things. You can either let it run off from there. Or you could double it up with another rain barrel and fill two or even three if you had the room. I mean, that would probably require a lot of room, correct? No, these barrels don't take up much space at all. But it all depends. I wouldn't do that in the front of the house. Right. Maybe in the back. You know, so you've got to think about where you put this because I imagine it becomes not an eyesore, but, you know, something to plan into what the structure of your home looks like. You want it near the area you're going to use the most water. And for mm-hmm. a lot of people, that's a vegetable garden. If you can locate it uphill of the vegetable garden, you can simply attach a hose to the barrel and let gravity run the water down to the vegetable garden. All right, so now we've got the rain barrel installed. It's full with water. How do we get it out? Well, there's two ways. Usually they have a spigot attached to the barrel. You could put a soaker hose on that and let it run right into the vegetable garden. Or we could perch it up on a couple of blocks of concrete. And then you could take a watering can, slide it under there and fill the watering can and take that to your pot or whatever needed water. But you can't take a hose with, you know, a nozzle attachment, and there's no pressure there to help you do that. There's no pressure there unless you supplemented it with an electrical pump. Okay. Now, are these readily available? Can I just go to the home center and pick one up? In the last couple of years, most home centers have them. You can just walk in and take them home. And some of them are actually very attractive. I've seen some that look like sort of the old whiskey barrel look. Yeah, we have some we use that are actually wood, and I believe they had scotch in them. And it was great, (laughs) great to empty out the barrel before we put the water in it. (laughs) Yeah. Did the project get done that day, Roger? Very slowly. (laughs) 
But not only are there barrels, but now they make bladders. Barrels only average about 50 or 55 gallons a piece. Okay. But you can now get bladders, which you could hide underneath the deck or in a crawl space, that will hold thousands of gallons wow. of water. Wow. So that's basically a, a, a big sort of inflatable balloon. That's right. So and it just fills up with the water. It has a pump attached to it. So this you could use with a nozzle mm-hmm. or even with a sprinkler. Now that makes a wow. lot of sense. You could probably water a good part of your lawn with that. Yep. Much bigger. It'll take care of the lawn area. Do you find... The- I know this is a funny question, but do you find that it's mostly like the green enviro-friendly folks that are asking for this, or is every type of homeowner thinking this is a good idea? You know, with the water bands we're having and like the heat we had this summer, mm-hmm. everyone's looking for an option. Now, 50 gallons doesn't seem like much, but for a vegetable garden, it can get you through a really dry street. Good advice. Roger Cook from TV's This Old House, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. My pleasure. And This Old House is brought to you on PBS by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just ahead, is building a patio on your to-do list this spring? We're going to have the step-by-step in today's outdoor living tip presented by Greenworks Tools next. You live in a body pit. Today's Money Fit is presented by DIYs, a unique mobile app that helps homeowners tackle DIY projects better and wiser. It's a one-stop shop for engaging video tutorials and step-by-step instructions where you can shop for tools and even video chat with a trade professional if you need help. The DIYs app, available in the App Store. That's DIYZ. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And it's the day we celebrate you, the DIYer, because today is actually DIY Day. It's true. It's a national holiday, and we are so pleased to be here to help you with your home improvement projects, giving you the answers that you need. You know what also is a great resource for DIYers? The DIYs app. It's a video chat service, connects you with a pro advisor, and Sunday from 1 to 5 in celebration of National DIY Day. Leslie and I will be taking shifts as pro advisors on the DIYs app, so download it now from the Apple Store or on Google Play, the DIYZ app. Fantastic service. So are you dreaming of creating a relaxing paver brick patio space so that you can enjoy the summer sunshine as the warm weather approaches and sticks around? Well, if so, on this DIY Day weekend, we are here to tell you that this is a definite DIY-capable project, and we've got some tips to help presented by Greenworks Tools. Now, first, in the realm of uh, DIY patio possibilities, brick, natural stone, and cement pavers are really the main paving choices and materials. All three varieties are installed in sand, with irregularly shaped natural stone being the biggest challenge to work with because it's pretty much like assembling a giant outdoor jigsaw puzzle. Yeah, figuring out the layout, that's the next step. You need to assess the space slated for placement and then plan whatever necessary drainage you've got to account for. Now, a good trick of the trade is to use a rope to outline the shape that you want. Then you can even set up some furniture inside that roped out area to really get a feel of how that space is going to work for you and see if that's how you'll really enjoy the space once you're done. Now, the most common patio paver mistake comes from not properly prepping the base. This is where it all goes wrong. So you need to take your time to excavate, go down a little bit and line that patio area properly for a long lasting result. What you want to do is dig out the grass on top, get it down maybe three or four inches, get it nice and flat, put in some crushed gravel and then tamp that down really, really well. You want about a six inch gravel base. You'll set your patio brick on top of that 
And when you're finished, you'll top it off with sand that'll fill in the space between the cracks. And this way you'll have a patio that's really solid. It's not going to get all wavy and roly-poly over time. And most importantly, you won't have any weeds go through it because that's always a hassle to care for. Yeah, and it really is such a great project that you will enjoy and feel so proud of really every single time you use it. And that is today's outdoor living tip presented by Greenworks Tools, makers of the Greenworks Pro 60-volt cordless string trimmer, which provides the power you need without the use of gas. You'll get up to 40 minutes of running time on a fully charged battery. The high-efficiency brushless motor is engineered to provide unsurpassed power, torque, quiet operation and a longer motor life and convenient push button start means no pull cords the greenworks pro 60 volt cordless string trimmer is available at lowe's and lowe's.com and retails for 199 dollars. and it includes one lithium battery and a charger learn more at greenworkstools.com now we've got robin in oregon who's dealing with some mold issues tell us what's going on in our bathroom uh, there just seems to be a lot of moisture. I don't know if the exhaust fan is working properly or not. Um, on one of your shows, you'd mentioned concrobium, so I spray that in the shower, and that seems to help stave it off. But we use a fan, we use the exhaust fan, and we use a dehumidifier. And I noticed on the outside, I guess, outtake vents, there's a whole bunch of black stuff. And then also when our sinks underneath the faucet, there's like mold back in behind that um, hole. So I'm wondering, is this going to be a health concern or how do I stop some of this mold? Well, I mean, the solution comes down to managing moisture and it, it sounds like you're doing the right things. But one common mistake that people make with exhaust fans is that they don't leave them on long enough after you take a bath or a shower. They really have to stay on sometimes 15 or 20 minutes to properly dry out the room. Well, I know, well, I can't speak for my husband, but I know that I do just because I've got a fan running, I've got a dehumidifier, and I've, we've also got the um, exhaust fan, and it is the, the biggest one that you can have. And I'm wondering if just because of our moist area, we need to get two of them so it's directly over the shower. I, I don't know, but I'm worried that through the whole pipe that leads to the outside, is that all filled with mold in there if the outside vent shows mold? Well, the vent that's taking the air from the bathroom out, is that what you're seeing on the outside wall? I'm not seeing on the wall, just on the vent itself. You know, where the, I guess where the air goes out to the outside, that whole vent is all moldy looking. Well, you know, a lot of people look at vents that are dirty and call it mold, I think I think it would be unusual for it to be moldy because you'd have to have a pretty strong food source there. And the only thing you're going to have coming out of that vent is a bit of dust, which could be a mold source, but it's very unusual for it to uh, to really develop. So I think you might just be seeing a dirty vent. It's much more likely that what you're seeing there is dirt and not mold. But I would say this. If you want to eliminate the possibility of moisture inside the bathroom, what you want to do is you want to make sure that the exhaust fan, the, the bathroom fan, is wired to a humidistat. And if you take a look at the fans that are made by Brone Newtone, they actually have a new one coming out, I know, that has a humidistatic control. And I, and I think they have some others as well. But we just saw one uh, last week ago at a major trade show uh, called the International Builder Show that they were uh, releasing for the first time. But if you get one of these fans that's got a humidistatic control in it, then you don't have to worry about whether or not somebody's leaving it on or not. It just stays on until the moisture goes down, then it automatically goes off. So it kind of takes you out of the equation. Okay. And, and your husband. Because <laughs> he, he could be the problem. 
I don't have to be a grouch and say, turn that back on. Okay. You do not. You do not. <laughs> All right. Well, I will try those. And the concrobium is working great in the shower. So that was an excellent tip from before. Our pleasure. Glad it worked out for you. Robin, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Up next, does the hot water in your shower run out before you're ready to get out? We're going to have the solution when the Money Pit continues after this. 888 Money Pit. Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, here's a spring cleaning tip that can actually help keep you clean. You know, if your shower is not delivering the oomph that it kind of usually does, that's a technical term, by the way, oomph. Oomph. And it's very often caused by clogs that get in the shower head because when that water dries out, sometimes you'll get mineral salt deposits that are left behind. That can clog up the tiny pores in the shower head and it makes the water fall out, you know, at a very, very kind of lazy rate. So the solution, very simple DIY project, take a plastic baggie full of white vinegar and sort of tie it up around that shower head or drop your aerator right in it. The vinegar actually will melt all those mineral salts and that will free up the clog and you will have a beautiful, strong, healthy shower once again. It really is amazing how quickly it does work and it does do the trick. All right, let's jump into our posts and see what people are asking about this hour. Jeff writes, I purchased a water heater from my brother-in-law's plumbing supply company. Oh, this is your first mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Thought I needed a 40-gallon heater, but realized afterward that I should have bought a 50-gallon tank, which they won't let me return. I have a 2,700-square-foot, two-story home with three full baths and two of us taking showers in the morning. You mixing business and family. Yeah, big exactly. problem. Big problem. And, and frankly, I don't, I don't blame your brother-in-law for, uh, for not letting you return the forty-gallon heater. I mean, imagine would you want to be the guy that walks in and buys the used, the slightly used, uh, undersized water heater that some other guy that bought the wrong size of? I mean, yeah, you can't resell that. But man, with three full bathrooms, a forty gallons is not going to be big enough. Now, maybe with your lifestyle uh, the way it is right now, if there's only a couple of you taking showers at the same time, you'll be fine with a 40. But, you know, that house is big enough for a much bigger family. And if you were to sell it at some point and have a bigger family move in, they're not going to be happy with the 40. They're going to need to to step that up. So I guess the silver lining here, uh, Leslie, is that since he's only got a 40, it's not going to be that expensive for hot water. Because remember, you're paying to heat that water whether you use it or not with right. a gas-fired water heater. Um, but if you do try to sell that house in the future, that could come up uh, as an issue. So I would enjoy it now. And, and who knows, uh, 10 years or so down the line, if it's time to change it again, you've learned your lesson. Never buy the water heater from your brother-in-law. And when you do, yeah. buy the right size. Yeah. <laughs> First, start looking for another plumbing supply company. All right. Next up, Dave in Massachusetts writes, I'm thinking about building a deck and wondering if composite decking is worth the expense. The material is more than double the cost of wood. How well does it hold up over time? I mean, it holds up amazingly well because wood decks pretty much are, you know, they're, they're in a constant state of degradation from the first day you build it till the day you tear it down, right? 
composite, because it's not organic, doesn't really wear out. It just needs to be swept clean, occasionally brush it down with some soap and water. But, I mean, it really does hold up incredibly well. And remember, you're not replacing all the lumber with composite. You're only replacing the decking surface and maybe the railing. So my advice today would be to build the structure out of pressure treated, but definitely use composite for the surfaces and for the railings. Yeah, unless, Dave, you really enjoy refinishing your deck um, every couple of years, because with the composites, you don't have to. It looks gorgeous, and I love that you just don't get splinters. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online on today, your day for DIYers. It is National DIY Day. We hope we've inspired you with some tips and advice and suggestions on how you can get projects done around your house. Remember, Sunday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Leslie and I will be pro advisors on the DIYs app that is spelled DIYZ. Download it now from the Apple Store or on Google Play. You can connect with us via a video chat in celebration of DIY Day, and we will give you answers to your home improvement projects. We'll kind of see each other one-on-one and show us what's going on in your house. We'll give you the solutions. So download it right now, the DIYs app. That's all the time we have. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.